All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to the channel today. And have I got a strange one for you in this, uh, in this video today. Now, let's begin by going back to 2020, where you remember I made my video on The Great Reset, very quickly banned, and <laughs> not only banned, but there was even reports on it. What a conspiracy theory, and uh, the whole conclusion of that video, let me just get to the point was that I believe that a lot of the events that were going to be taking place between 2020 and 23 to 25 sort of period were really in order to bring about this central bank digital currency. Uh, a lot of people miss that when they watch the video because they don't watch it all the way to the end. But if you watch that, you'll see that that was the conclusion of that video why all of these financial institutions were involved in the green energy movement when there was no financial incentive for them to do so. So that was the premise for a lot of the work from today. Now, let's move into this week and this coincidence as it's just being labeled, um, or previously it was a conspiracy theory and now it seems to just be, let's just brush this under the table here, and that is that we know FTX collapsed early this week or late last week, however you want to look at it. And yet at the exact same time as this collapse happened, there is now a new test for a central bank digital currency throughout the USA with most of the main banks taking part in this. So you've got US Bank and Wells Fargo and uh, MasterCard and all these financial institutions, which are the exact financial institutions that I said would be involved in this now. So it's gone from a conspiracy theory that was heavily attacked to now, oh, um, well, yeah, this was planned all along in the first place and they're rebranding it, not as a control piece over your money and finance in the bank, but then now they've rebranded it into, it's to help you. Oh yeah, it's to help you because of things like FTX and look, they completely collapsed and the whole thing, cryptocurrency, it needs more regulation. Uh, the whole thing is a scam and it needs more regulation. And we need the government to bring out our own digital currency. They don't call it a cryptocurrency, but a, a digital currency, because this is going to help all of the citizens. This is going to stop crime and uh, because we don't know who's spending money right now. So this is how it's sort of gone from where it was to where it is today. But this is where the story takes another little bit of a, a twist. And again, do I think it's a coincidence that FTX collapsed and then within the exact same week, the US launches their test phase of their CBDC? No, I, I don't think it's a coincidence at all, especially when you look into the donations and the money that was funneled from FTX to um, um, political parties and, and everything else going on and where that money was then funneled back to. It, it, it seems very strange to me. I, I don't want to use the word money laundering, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if that came out of the woodwork later on. So let's jump across to the first article then. I'm going to start piecing all of this together, including Federal Reserve balance sheet, which is where it gets a little more worrying. So let's start piecing all of this together then. So we have just came out yesterday, US banking community members launch POC for regulated digital asset settlement platform, which of course is a stepping stone towards where this is going. So this is called the Regulated Liability Network, the RL. 
RN. This is a 12-week POC or tester version of the RLN design that operates exclusively in US dollars where commercial banks, so these are the, the banks we talked about, issue simulated digital money or tokens representing the deposits of their own customers and settle through simulated central bank reserves on a shared multi-entity distributed ledger. So I know that's really a big mouthful there, a little complex, but basically what they are talking about is this here. So this is the Fed, uh, Federal Reserve, and it will be the same for a lot of other countries as well. But this is their balance sheet where this is where backing is going to come from. Uh, and I actually think it's not just going to come from this, but it will also come from your money in those bank accounts. Well, what is this? This is, do you remember in, again, we're going back a year or two now, I said, this is something strange going on here. Why is the Federal Reserve the largest mortgage holder in the United States? And we can see here very, very clearly, we can see the dates and how we had this huge spike, which was, uh, well, where did it begin here in 2020? And at 2.5, and that's trillion, all the way up to 3.5 trillion. So a huge amount, a trillion dollars worth of mortgages, or as they're known, MBS, mortgage-backed securities. So I always thought that was a little bit strange, but this really explains what has been happening. Uh, members of the US banking and payments community involved in this are pleased to be working alongside the New York Innovation Center that is part of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. And it's quite interesting to read their notes. This is, you know, they make it out like, oh, don't even worry about this. This is nothing really. It's not intended to advance any specific policy outcome, nor is it intended to signal that the Fed or the Federal Reserve will make any imminent decisions about the appropriateness of issuing a retail or wholesale CBDC, which stands for Central Bank Digital Currency, nor how one would necessarily be designed. No, of course not. They are just doing this for fun. There's absolutely no reason that they are really doing this. Um, who's involved? BNY Mellon, Citi or Citibank, HSBC, MasterCard, PNC Bank, TD Bank, Truist, US Bank and Wells Fargo. And it's not just the, the USA, but we also have France, Switzerland and Singapore jointly testing a cross-border CBDC as well right now. So again, is this a coincidence that we've had FTX and Voyager and BlockFi and all these other platforms collapsing just as all of these CBDC projects launch? I personally don't think so. So the trial name project Mariana explores how financial institutions could settle foreign exchange trades in financial markets using such tools with the aim to deliver a proof of concept by mid 2023. So we're talking seven months away here. In the future, similar AMM protocols could form the basis for a new generation of financial infrastructures facilitating the cross-border exchange of CBDCs. Now, here's the key bit, the Bank for International Settlements, which oversees the project, the BIS. Now, just to be aware, the BIS is a private institution. A lot of people aren't aware of this. That is what the BIS is. It is a private institution. So why are they overseeing all of these government and multi-government introductions to central bank digital currencies? 
again, it doesn't really make sense unless you look at it through very skeptical viewpoint, which I, of course, always do. And you think about how these individual countries doing their, their um, CBDCs, eventually when we have this massive banking failure, which will be multi-country, maybe we'll start to see some amalgamations of some of these CBDCs. And what will be the last one standing? And I think this is one of the reasons why the BRICS nations are starting to really grow their financing right now and creating their own sort of digital currency backed by gold, although that isn't confirmed yet. But I do think that this is the way we're heading towards that the BIS or one of the other big organizations wants to be the currency, the CBDC that controls them all. Now, just listen to what this man from the BIS had to say. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use. Okay, so first point there. He's been very clear. The central bank would have complete control over your currency. So what does that mean then? Well, if we think about, as an, just as an example, if you want to go out and spend your cash right now on anything that you want to, you pretty much can from a legal point of view. There isn't really any restrictions. Could you go out and spend money on illegal things? Well, yes, you could also do that and you can get away with it because you're using cash. So what they are saying is they want to do, they want to have complete control over that. And it's not just about legal and illegal. It could be something that they don't like. So do you remember the truckers protest in Canada and anyone who was donating to that? We had all sorts of problems. There was account freezes. If you were on the protest, there was confiscations, freezes, your, your, your credit cards, debit cards didn't work. So we had all these things. We saw these things take place. And it was a little bit difficult for the government to do that, but they did push it through under the emergency measures, which, by the way, were never handed back. That's the thing with emergency measures. They come in during times of emergency or fake emergencies. And then what they actually do is they implement all these policies, which are back doors for the future. And then they give back the emergency powers, but they don't remove the back doors. This is how this kind of stuff works. So let's say in the future you donate to a a protest movement or something like that, and the government doesn't want you to do that, or even on a higher level, maybe it's the central banks, don't want you to do that, well, via the government, via the, the control aspects there, they can quite easily freeze out your bank account. And you might say, well, I'll just have multiple bank accounts, Neil. That way they can't. Well, no, because you're going to have one digital identity, which is mapped across all of your uh, accounts. And we already have that sort of right now, which is why there's so much KYC, know your customer and um, AML, anti-money laundering you know, legislations and everything else. And again, this is where I've linked it in, in the past and talked about how it'll be linked to carbon scores, social credit scores. I, re I know it sounds crazy and, I, and I, that's fine. Everyone still thinks I'm, not everyone, but a lot of people still think I'm crazy with these theories. But this is where I think it's going. This is what I said from day one, digital currency, social credit score, carbon credit score. And nothing over the last two, almost three years now has changed my mind on that. If anything, I'm more convicted that that is the way we're going towards by around 2025. So let's see what else he had to say then. And also we will have the technology to enforce that. 
those are those two issues are extremely important and that makes a huge difference with respect to what she, to what cash is okay so you just heard it from the horse's mouth there he says we will have the technology to enforce that so do you honestly think they're not going to enforce it of course they are of course they will enforce it if they have the power they will use the power and it's not just these countries that we've talked about the European Union is also working on their own CBDC. Now, do I think this is somewhat of a, a waste of time? Um, yeah, kind of, because I just don't see the euro having a long-term future anyway. I just think there's way too much problems in the eurozone, and because there's so many breakaway countries there, which probably will want to break away from the euro later on, um, I just think there's too many problems with the euro. So do I see it outlasting a lot of the other currencies? A absolutely not. So this could be an example of something being developed that could actually merge into a, a bigger digital currency later on. But let's just take a look then on the Atlantic Council website. And this is very, very interesting uh, website if you want to look at this. It's the AtlanticCouncil.org and I'm on the CBDC tracker here. So you can actually look at any country. You can, in fact, let's look here first because we'll look at the progress of the launch so far. So what we have here, hopefully you can see this okay, is launched 9%. So 9% of the developed world has already actually launched. We have 14% under pilot. And again, this is of May of 2022. So it's already six months behind. Uh, development, 23%. Research is 41%. Inactive, 9%. Cancelled and other, again, you probably got about three or 4% here. So now that we've seen this, let's go back up and look at the map here. And we can actually see where these launches have taken place. So we have the Bahamas, which was one of the first ones. That was the sand dollar. We have Jamaica here. They have launched. And we have some other East Caribbean, uh, Eastern Caribbean. So eight countries there that have also launched. What about Nigeria here? They've also launched. So we can see what's launched. and We can see where we're having pilots right now. So pilots, China, um, very interesting pilots there because they are bringing in the social aspects with it. I don't think they're quite bringing in any of the carbon stuff at this stage, but they are the leader in the social credit score aspect. We have Russia as well. We have Kazakhstan. We have Saudi Arabia. Who else do we have? Sweden, Singapore, Thailand. Malaysia. So you, just by going through this, you can see who's under the pilot. And then development stages, you have Australia, you have Canada here, you have a lot of European countries. So we've got Europe. Then we have Brazil. So again, we've got some of the BRICS nations coming in here are already way ahead of the Western nations. And this isn't good for the Western nations. They don't like the fact that they are being left behind. Why? Well, because the BRICS nations are already storming ahead right now with their BRICS currency. And again, it's not confirmed yet exactly what that's going to look like, but it's pretty, we're pretty certain that there is going to be a BRICS currency and it may be backed by gold because China, India, Russia, they have a lot of gold reserves. 
So this is quite worrying for the West and especially the USA, who say they have huge, you know, mountains of gold reserves, but they haven't actually been audited in a long time. Not that it's too relevant anyway, unless there was a complete collapse and they had to then say, okay, look, you can trust us, look at our reserves, uh, which was similar to what happened after World War II. Why was the, the dollar the reserve currency? Well, very simply, the USA had a lot of the gold reserves due to sending a lot of equipment and weapons and food over to the allies and in return received a lot of gold bullion. So we are right now seeing this really unusual yet uh, exciting, I think we, we can use that word, changing landscape in the world of finance. Now, how this is gonna end up, I don't know but I'm tracking it very closely and it could go either way at this stage, especially if we go into a, a fourth turning war cycle or a, a stage six, some of you may know it better as a war cycle, which is looking very um, likely where we're heading towards now. It's not very often that these things reverse course, although it's definitely still possible, but that is the way that we are looking as, as one very powerful country here. And of course, I'm talking about the USA is starting to lose a little bit of power around the world as we're seeing this new uh, alliance with BRICS who are really starting to show their power at the same time. So we've got this conflict going on and how it's going to end. I'm not too sure. But in conclusion to today's video then, what you need to understand is that these CBDCs are being tested right now. They are being pushed through very quickly. But I do think it's unusual that all of this has taken place at exactly the same time. I mean, crypto has been around for a long, long time, but it just seems unusual the timing of this week, the, the launch of these new CBDCs uh, at the same time as the FTX and BlockFi and Voyager and all these other collapses and the crypto uh, world, the pricing is just collapsing. Well, not collapsing, but coming down very, very heavily at the moment with a lot of lost confidence. And now the governments are jumping on the bandwagon to say, see, we we told you uh, we need more regulation. We need to, you know, limit people's access to cryptocurrency. We need to bring these CBDCs in instead because that's going to be better for people. When really, if you look what FTX said they had one for one and you look at what the banks and the governments are saying they're going to do, and that is a one to one with the CBDC. Well, what are they backing it to? Some of it, if it's mortgages, then that kind of makes sense. But if they're backing it to dollars, which are digital anyway and we know that most dollars in existence exist as debt you know they've been they've been created there's there's all this debt that's what most of it is so what you back in a cbdc too you're backing it to debt it just doesn't really make any sense so um, if anything what we saw with ftx is a vision of what's to come with cbdc's I would argue. But let me leave it there for today because that's a lot for you to digest. But mainly what you need to know is they have launched the CBDC programs. Now they are going more into development phase. Uh, so thanks so much for watching today. Take care. God bless. I will see you tomorrow for the walk and talk.